0: NHR, the podcast with Junior and Pat. Going uh, over to the Gulf Coast Athletic Conference, one of the smaller, small list leagues uh, in the NEI. Uh, you know, this is a league that uh, got very, very interesting this year. Um, they're going to eventually lose Edward Waters, I think, from the league. They were supposed to be an independent this year. They're going to Division II, is at least that's what they've been trying to do. Uh, But they are going to add three new teams in next year. So uh, at least the GCAC is not going anywhere. Uh, It is going to uh, continue to be around and thrive. Um, And I think it is an important league uh, for the NEI to have. So I'm glad to see it uh, sticking around. But uh, as far as the the tournament goes, uh, there's another one that's going to start off on Friday. Uh, The men's action is going to start with the first game at 2 p.m. between Fisk and Dillard. Uh, And then we're going to turn around and the next men's game, uh, will actually be at seven PM, and that'll be between Rust and that Edward Waters team we just talked about. Uh, and then you got the top two seeds that'll play on the winners of those two games will go play the top two seeds on uh, Saturday, and that'll be uh, a situation where uh, Tougaloo and Philander Smith are the top seeds in this bracket. So, um, you know, like I said, it's smaller bracket, but uh, our smaller bracket because of the smaller small amount of teams in the league. Uh, but it's going to be one of those, uh, Pat, here where uh, we, we've talked about it a little bit uh, with another tournament that's starting on Friday. Uh, this is three games in three days, uh, the 25th, 26th, 27th. Uh, and really, you can uh, see a lot of teams get hot and just uh, ride that wave uh, as you're just going for three day, three straight days. Uh, a lot of things can happen. Right, yeah.
1: And I think at the top of this league, there, it's really competitive between um, – Edward Waters, Philander Smith, and Tougaloo. So I, I think the three of those teams really are, are going to be, it's going to be interesting to see who can win this thing and who can kind of separate themselves. But I agree that there are some, some guys in this league that can really get up and down really score it. I think Edward Waters, especially with Elias Harden, who's kind of a dynamic scorer, long athletic guy, can, can really play for them. So we'll see what happens. It's going to be hard to, to pick a winner here. I'm not sure who really is going to be able to come out come out on top.
0: Well, yeah, and, and you know, there's a league that the was in last year, that Xavier was in last year. Uh they both left for different leagues. Um and and, and we have teams like Tuglu and Dillard who who are traditionally, you know, pretty good that are, you know, maybe not as good as they've been in the past. Uh but they are still t- get teams that uh, you know traditionally know how to win uh in this tournament. So um, you know, you kind of look at them and then you got a, a little bit of a newcomer Flander that uh, is playing some good basketball this year. Uh, so I'm eager just to just kind of see maybe, maybe one of the interesting storylines of this league or this league is just how do you respond to like a Flander team uh, that I don't want to say is new to this, but maybe isn't used to uh, you know, having the, the tournament and being a successful team and being one of the top seeds, you know, team, you know, something I talk about a lot uh, over the course of the year is that, There's teams that are used to be in there, and they know that they're supposed to be good and win. Then you got teams that are traditionally good, and they're just bad this year. They get hot and they go on, and then you get teams that, you know, like a Flander team maybe that uh, uh, is having a great year uh, for themselves, and and, uh, they're just not used to winning. So now you just you have to wonder if they can get through that first game if if the nerves get to them a little bit. But uh, um, you know, if they're just riding out the course of the year, uh, you know, this Flander team's uh, had had a good solid year. Um, and then you got a, a wild card in Edward Waters that didn't play a single uh, conference game <laughs> this entire season so uh, you know it's just a, a lot of interesting storylines over here in the GCAC and, and just trying to piece it all together is very very tough to do because I, I think that you know I don't want to say it's wide open where anybody can win it but you certainly have a lot of teams that that you feel like could win it want not be a surprise so um, I don't know what you think, but uh, uh, that's kind of where I'm standing at. It's, just, it's just going to be a fun one to watch just from that standpoint of of you can see a team, you know, from a four or five seed, maybe win this one.
1: Right. Yeah. And the Edward Waters team, like you said, is so intriguing. Didn't play a league game all year long. They have a bunch of guys that really contribute. And so I think that really plays into their favor where, if you, have, if you can just kind of spread the wealth and you don't have to rely so heavily on one guy, that's the kind of style of play I prefer where not everybody's dominate dominating the ball. Everybody's kind of taking their turns and, and just playing within the flow of the offense, kind of getting up and down a little bit, playing their own games. That's when you really become dynamic, whereas some teams are so focused on just one guy and one guy kind of runs everything and everything runs through him. That's where you, everything kind of slows down. So... If there's one Achilles heel for Edwards Edward Waters, they have really struggled to take care of it. Got to limit the turnovers. That's how games get out of control really fast. But if I had to pick somebody to come out of this thing, I, I think I'd probably pick Edward Waters just based on – obviously there's film, but I think there's a little bit of a lack of familiar, familiarity there where you haven't seen this team yet. I, I think sometimes – it's easier. It's obviously easier to scout when you when you play the team in person and you're not just watching film. So I think that put puts Edward Waters at a little bit of an advantage here in this thing.
0: Yeah, I, I would uh, I would lean uh, that with you. I think uh, uh, Ed Waters. Uh, you know, I don't know. I, it's so tough because I don't know if you call him the super team. I don't know if you call him you know the favorite. <laughs> uh, I think they got a lot of talent on this team. Uh, I do think Tuglo and Philander I think are your favorites in this league. So I'll stick with that. And then I'll run with Edward Waters as my super team too. Um, you know, I, I like this Diller team. I, I think that they have some talent. I mean, they got some big time scores. Um, you know, they've played a super tough schedule this entire year. So maybe that tough schedule, um, gets them going. I, I know that, uh, uh they, they got a really, really good head coach and Mike Newell, and I know he's had some health issues this year. So, uh, I do wish him the best of luck and hope he hope, uh, you know, he's doing well. Uh, but, uh, you know, he always seems to have a dealer team ready to go, and if he's on the sidelines, uh, you know, I think that uh, they, they could be, a, be a, one of those teams that maybe sneaks up on some people too. But, uh, um, outside of that, I, I, yeah, I'll roll with Edward Waters, the sleeper team, and kind of see what happens. Uh, but yeah, one of those teams it's a one-bid league. Uh, so the tournament champion, whoever wins this tournament, is going to uh, move on to the national tournament. Uh, and, and nobody on this in this league will be on the bubble, so. Uh, it'll be a, a one-bid league, and whoever wins it, it's, it's going to be a free-for-all to figure out who's going to uh, come away uh, with the GCAC tournament title.